This program is not censored. Consider yourself warned. Want to advertise on this podcast? Email sponsorshiplollipop at gmail.com. Lights, camera, action. Hello, Internet, and welcome to Table Reads, the podcast where we take scripts that have never been filmed and read them so that you might experience the joy of terrible writing that Hollywood has tried to deny you. Your hosts on this tour of unproduced dreck are Sean McBee and me, Trevor Thompson, who have written enough terrible nonsense together and apart that it should keep this show running forever. That's right. We really need to change that since we're almost out of our own content, and uh, and you're dropping your microphone. Dropping mics. They're not in that cool hip way either. Why are you putting the speaker up? Which one's me? You, the second one. It okay. goes. It goes me, you, speakers. So in order of importance. In, <laughs> no, in order of where you are sitting, left to right, left to right. In, yeah, I guess maybe it is order of importance. But um, no, I that wanna, was a joke, Trevor. I get it, but I, you know what, I want to say more than anything, Sean. Thank you for adding the light. Um, what I wanted to say was that uh, it's not, it's an, it's a fresh new feeling for me here at Table Reads to uh, to be looking forward to doing a new script because um, I uh, I didn't feel it with Star Wars, and then my whole mood changed, and now my my uh, level of expectation is astronomical because I had such a good time doing Back to the Future. Well, we're going to have to have fun with... Oh, my God. I just realized. What? We have to decide which of us is going to Be to Batman. actually portray our, our actual favorite character, our joint favorite character. You know what? I was thinking, actually, when I listened to um, Back to the Future, and, and, and I think there was another episode of Table Reads, is I actually do think... Because this is, you know... This is your pod. You're the host, and I'm kind of your assistant on this. So I think what a good way to go might be is for you to be the main character of the scripts, and I read the directions. But it's Batman and Superman, which we haven't introduced yet. So right. Oh, that's so. True. Let's just say, um, well, folks, with <laughs> Batman v Superman: Dawn of Justice uh, coming out in just a couple of weeks here on June ni- July nineteenth. Can I ask you why are we celebrating that? <laughs> It's hold not, on, it's not hold a good on. Thing. We're celebrating it by reading an unproduced script that is almost certainly better than what actually got released. Well, yeah, but it doesn't have a lot of competition in that regards. <laughs> I mean, the best part about Batman v Superman is, is that it ended. Is, well, it's Batman. Yes, the that's best. True. The best stuff in that movie is all um, Affleck, and uh, so. But uh, yeah, the. You're right. We do need to. Akiva Goldsman. He did the fucking a Batman movie, didn't he? Akiva. Yeah. One he's, of the, one of the Schumacher ones. He's he's um peppered all over. Good stuff, bad stuff. I I have no idea whether he's good or bad. Um, because he, he he's, he's done, like he's done good stuff. He's like David Goyer though, who's done fucking terrible shit, but yeah. also amazing shit. Have you seen? Oh, have you ever heard? You you know who Bobby Burns is? No. I'll just send it to you, but he does a great little video we should probably watch it on ted with with jimmy but uh he does a great little video about you know the uh, difference between the approach that Zack snyder takes to the characters and the approach that that nolan takes and there's a great 
tangent on David S. Goyer and how he's kind of like a walk in the line yeah because he's he's amazingly talented but he also wants to stay employed and there's like there's a part where he gives a description of in the nolan special features about how you know we're, we're being really careful about this and approaching this as a movie where the character just has these you know things about him his parents die he becomes a hero but we're not making it as a superhero movie so we don't approach it that way we're not sitting down at a at a meeting table after having done one superhero movie already and going, well, where do we go next with the character? And then he goes, and then they play the, the Zack Snyder special features stuff and all that stuff from Man of Steel and it's David Goyer towing, or it's Zack Snyder going, well, we sat there with Goyer in the, uh, the thing and we made the, 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 the first Man of Steel movie and we thought, well, where do we go now? <laughs> word for word what Goyer just was making fun of. <laughs> we got to play that later. Well, um, I've had an idea. Oh, dear. Um, Can we do that like uh, Balky and Larry? I have. Oh, God. An idea. <laughs> uh, okay, so what we're reading, folks, is uh, it's called Asylum, which is a scrapped Batman versus Superman movie that was going to come out in 2003. Uh, this draft is dated 62102, and it is not a first draft because uh, it is written by Andrew Kevin Walker with revisions by Akiva Goldsman. So, um, with that said, it's going to be Batman-heavy and Superman-heavy. Stop looking ahead. You know what I was thinking, though? I like going in cold. All right, fine. But you know what? <laughs> Gay joke. But you know what? Um, no. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, okay, fine. Speaking of gays, Grandpa. Goose died 30 years ago. Who did? Goose. It's the 30th anniversary of Top Gun. That's true, yeah. One of the gayest movies ever. Um, all right. So. But, but, okay, so as as to who is Superman and who is Batman, obviously we both want to be Batman. You know what we should do, and it would be highly appropriate, it flip that coin. Let's flip my Two-Faced coin. All right. That was the idea that I had. Oh, okay. That's a great idea, because I thought of it before you even said it, because you led it in that way. Tell the people what you did first. I made a Two-Faced coin. Yeah, Sean, uh, if you don't know this, if you're not a regular listener to any of our, our podcasts, Sean is a, um, a graphic arts guy, but he, he, he could easily be a prop smith. I'm not uh, fast enough. Yeah, I have this dude. No, this was fast. I mean, I did you, this in like an hour. You have the same problem with, with, being, with working in the industry of props as I do with animation. If I could just go with the speed they need you to, I'd be working as a cartoonist, but I can't make the fucking beautiful cartoon drawings and pictures that they need you to do with the speed that they do. Yeah. So, yeah, I got a two-headed uh, peace dollar. Uh, 1922. This is, this is modeled after uh, The Dark Knight. It's exactly like the one in The Dark Knight. Um, and I took a Dremel to it, and I aged it, and I fucked it up. And I even aged this side, because it was shiny as fuck! Mm. Yeah, it does look... Uh, here, I'll, I'll, so actually, it was in good condition, and you just had to fuck it up. Yeah. <laughs> Here it is. Next, it, it looked like this, and I made it look like this. For the record, Sean is literally showing me something that could have been made yesterday. I mean, the date is 1922, which is obviously screen accurate, but um, and that's a real one. And it did, and it didn't take you long to find uh, a 1922 model coin. No, dude. Year coin. They're all over eBay for ten bucks each. Huh. Because, I mean, it's it's a novelty coin. It's not real. All right. So what do you want to do? Uh, so we, we flip it and we call it while it's in the air? 
Well, you don't need to call it while it's in the air. Because I, I don't know about you, but I don't have flipping abilities that would allow me to cheat a flip. Okay, so what happens? You flip it and I call it? And if I win, I get to choose? Or what? Or I get to be Batman? Is that what we're playing for? Um, let's just do it this way. Whoa, that thing is heavy. Shit. Yeah, it sounds fucking real, mm-hmm. right? Um, oop. Flip it real quick just so the audience can hear that great noise. That fer- perfect noise even if you fucking drop it like a homo. <laughs> do, do homos drop things differently? <laughs> they drop it in that their boyfriend's asses, yes. Just just drop it. That's how that works? Yeah, man. Fucking. I feel like you don't know much about gay sex, Trevor, which is surprising. For a heterosexual man, it shouldn't be. For a heterosexual man who's sucked a dick under a bridge. Um, once, and obviously the fact that I only did it once is proof that I am no authority on the matter because I'm not good at it. You just have a lot more experience than I do is the point. Not that much more. Neither here nor there, though. Um up if that's neither here nor there because you called me a homo and you're the dick sucker fair enough but is homo okay by the way it's your podcast dude <laughs> <laughs> anyway so um, how are we okay call so this? pretty head is me fucked up head is you because i'm prettier than you we got that uh and uh so whichever side Clean side up, I'll be Batman. Scarred side up, you be Batman. Okay. And are you going to... Okay. So here we go. Shit. Oh. So you want to do it again? Yes. All right. Got to flip it right and do the hand. I think you're... I think you're fucking up on purpose, but all right. I'm Batman. I knew you were going to say I'm Batman. I didn't know I was going to do that. I was going to say I'm Batman if I got it. I wasn't too concerned either way because I think Superman would be fun to do too. <laughs> do it Fleischer style. Oh yeah, bullets can't hurt me. That's not Fleischer. Actually, I'm sorry. That's the Superman bullets musical. Bullets can't hurt me. <laughs> bullets can't hurt me. It's probably a good thing I'm Batman. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Batman. I'm Batman. It's good anybody. That's Cardova. <laughs> Tattoo from Fantasy <laughs> Island. <laughs> R.I.P. John Panette, amazing comedian. All right. Without ready? further ado, here is. Let me uh, get the music ready. Here is Asylum. Fade in. You want me to do directions? Exterior, Metropolis, establishing montage, morning. By morning's light and a postcard perfect autumn, we look upon the wondrous, bustling Metropolis skyline. Traffic streams across Metropolis Bridge, a magnificent suspension bridge spanning the river at mid-city. Sidewalks around City Hall are crowded with pedestrians. Exterior Metropolis, Freedom Promenade, morning. Surrounding streets are tight with traffic. At the edge of the city's grassy central park, the stunning Freedom Monument glints against the sky. The monument stands 700 feet tall. (laughs) Are you alright? That's really fucking tall. Yeah. Yeah, Jesus, it is. Is this a cartoon or fucking... (laughs) (laughs) I I think that's the same height as the fucking wall from Game of Thrones. 
the giant impenetrable ice wall that keeps the fucking White Walkers away from the rest of the continent. Trevor doesn't watch Game of Thrones. Hey, man, why does it got to be White Walkers? Sorry, that's a, re- a remix of a dumber joke. <laughs> hey, man, why gotta be Black Walkers? All right, where are we? Uh, Sand 700 feet tall. This thing is really loud. There we go. Um, plated in riveted silver, glass domed for reflecting the top. sun. Glass domed top. Oh, okay. Sorry, folks. We are literally dealing with a... Uh, it's it's like a fax. Uh, yeah, it looks fax. We're reading a Xerox of a fax. With numbers across it, too, that I don't know what those are for, but... Anyway. I think that identifies uh, who let their fucking le- script leak. I was going to say, it identifies that this was not acquired by legal means. <laughs> All right. Um, excuse me. The monument stands 700 feet tall, plated in... Riveted silver, glass dome top reflecting the sun. The path leading from the circular reflecting pool is lined by flags of many nations. People stroll across the promenade, view the gardens, joggers jog. It's relatively quiet till the roar of an engine sends foraging pigeons skyward in a panicked flock. Come on, make a noise, Sean. It's more like the crazy homeless guy <laughs> that like runs into the pigeons and then the pigeons themselves. Um, <laughs> what, what the what fuck is, is this, this music? music? <laughs> okay, so let me a little word about the music. Sean went and found everything. Oh, this is from the Superman animated series. Okay, so you found every Batman or Superman related soundtrack. Well, everything that I could find. Yeah. Because we have no idea what the actual substance of the script is going to be. We don't know if they're going well, campier or super dark and gritty. Or You did draw the line with the Batman, the, the Adam West campy. Well, yeah, obviously, nothing is ever going to be that again. Sadly. Did you ever read the comic that's based on this? No. St- no. Would you? No. Hi. Can we get back to the script? No. You can change the track too. Right? You don't um you don't say something quickly when your co-host is taking a drink. It's pretty obvious. Okay. Where were we, Sean, before you ruined it? Where were we? Pigeons. Oh, pigeons. As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a good A heavy duty delivery truck. A heavy duty delivery truck has jumped the sidewalk. R- Raging. Raging across the mall, smashing a park bench to smithereens. Smithereens. Smithereenies. The truck is devoid of identifying marks, towing a trailer that carries a black all-terrain SUV facing backwards. It picks up speed as it heads for the... I'm going to go with Monument. Monument. Let's pretend that's what it says. Ahead, the truck breaks, skidding. Trailer jackknifing, halting very near the monument. A ski mask terrorist leaps down from behind the wheel. He's in a black suit and black bulletproof vest carrying an automatic handgun. He opens fire as two security guards arrive from inside the monument. They fall back for cover as bullets ricochet. Make noises, Sean. The terrorist ducks behind the rear of the truck as the first guard leans out, returning fire. 
Across Metropolis morning, we zoom in to glimpse the Daily Planet building where the giant Daily Planet holographic globe... Uh, holographic globe, Sean. Uh, you like that, huh? Uh, you don't like a nice holographic globe? <laughs> uh, Why not? What's wrong with a holographic globe? It's fucking dumb. I agree. So, a nice dumb holographic globe slowly revolves and stops. Interior Daily Planet Newsroom Morning. No, it doesn't stop. It, it says, slowly re- revolves atop. Oh, atop. Interior Daily Planet Newsroom Morning. Reporters and editors hurry between long rows of desks. The place is alive with voices and clattering keyboards. But we move quickly through to arrive at the only desk where the crisp snap of the keys of the last manual typewriter <laughs> is heard. Where a... Where a broad-shouldered man with jet black hair, I wonder who it could be, yeah, right, types with his back to us. This is a big reveal. (laughs) The first shot, pretty much the first shot of the whole fucking script. Um, And where, as this man stops typing and cocks his head, we move into an extreme extreme close-up on his ear. All goes silent, and the only sound is the faint sound of gunfire. Because he's hearing it, folks. That's the thing. Sound up. The man stands. Meet Clark Kent. Handsome, bespectacled, iron-jawed, neat as a pin. He's worried, still listening to something only he can hear. Except that we already heard it. Exactly. (laughs) Uh, This will be Tom. Yes, also known as another reporter. Hey, Clark. When's Lois back from assignment? Hello? Clark? Clark looks up, startled. Reflexively, he rubs his gold wedding band with his thumb. A few of the guys are going to hit O'Malley's tonight. Tom, Tom Pantomime's... Pan- it's me. Sorry. Tom, <laughs> Tom Pantomime's cranking a shot. Drinking. Drinking a shot. Cranking. It looks like it says cranking. It looks like it says cranking. You're right, Sean. Good point. When the cat's away, you know. Clark smiles, everything but his eyes. <laughs> I know what they're saying, but it was, wasn't worded very well. I'm sorry, I... Excuse me, Tom. Clark rises, crossing quickly. Tom stares after him, stiffed, or scuffed, or something like that. Stiffed. Stiffed. Dickhead. He heard you! He heard you, Tom! He definitely heard Tom, but he's going to let him live. Interior, the hallway. Clark hurries by the main bank of elevators, turns a corner, going to a supply closet, glancing back as, in the closet, Clark enters, loosening his tie. He stops in his tracks. Two clerks, one male, one female, are making out. They look up. Sorry. Back on the promenade, intercut. The terrorist fires... As he runs from behind the truck. Or or the way all girls tend to do gunshots is... I don't know why it's different. Chelsea used to do pew pew. Always. Well, yeah, that, that's, that's a sillier version. Very silly. Um, the SUV is disengaged, rolling as the terrorist quickly climbs in. Starts the engine. Peeling out. The guards move from around the corner of the monument. They can only watch as the SUV escapes back across the mall. Christ, go, go, call it in! That's a, that's a guard. Second guard runs to obey. First guard moves to the truck, climbing up. In the truck's cabin, first guard gr- 
gropes desperately around the steering column, finds finding the keys missing. At the Daily Planet, down another hallway intercut, Clark oh, Jesus runs. Jesus Christ, is this? Is this, this is hard the, to fucking read, man. The version of uh, remember Batman with the with the bomb where he can't get rid of it. <laughs> some days you just can't get rid of a bomb. This is that. Like yeah. some days you just can't change in a storage closet. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Clark. He's trying to save Metropolis, but by the way, it's also a little weird that he's married already. Yeah, he and he and Lois are apparently. That's why I looked at you like that when they said he had his. uh, Oh, I was reading. I didn't see you looking at me. Same reason I didn't see you drinking. Good. I'm glad you don't see me looking at you. (laughs) Where was I? Can Um, you read my mind? That's a callback to old Superman. See. Yeah. A great film in its own. Ugh. Okay. Um, at the Daily Planet, down the, uh, Clark runs, pocketing his glasses, looking around as he comes to the doors of the service elevator, interior of the elevator shaft. Light floods in as Clark pulls the doors apart. He leaps. F- oh, Jesus, I can barely fucking read this. He leaps feet first. We follow as Clark falls first. He tears fast. open fast. He tears open his shirt, revealing his costume. In that. What shot. does that mean? That shot. What does that mean? What costume? The shot that we all fucking know and have seen a million times. All right. Exterior metropolis skyline high angle intercut. The city sparkles below. A tiny dot is shooting towards us at impossible speed. Blah, blah, blah. It's the shot. You know what we're fucking talking about. Superman whips to a stop in midair, looking towards the monument in the distance. Rockets toward the plaza. plaza. On the promenade intercut. At the rear of the delivery truck, first guard aims his gun, blasts the padlock off the rear door. (laughs) Across the promenade, the terrorist SUV sends pedestrians fleeing as it vaults as it vaults the oh sidewalk, God, <laughs> heading to the street, back at the monument. First guard throws the truck's rear door open. The cargo area is filled to capacity with greasy industrial metal drums stacked to high. Oh God, oh God. That was first guard. Close on, a detonator with digital timer wired to one Beep. drum, ticking Beep. down. Beep. 15. Beep. 14. Beep. 13. Follow Superman, arms extended as the ground whips below us in a dizzying blur. The monument ahead in the distance, close up on the detonator as the timer clip Beep. ticks. Four. Beep. Three. Beep. Two. Beep. Good. High angle. It's, it's, I'm sorry, OCD. I, you had to do it. Uh, high angle from atop the monument for one breathless moment. We're impossibly high. I know how that is. <laughs> <laughs> the truck is tiny at the base of the monument, while first guard is barely visible. Is a barely visible speck until the horrible explosion. <laughs> Superman flying over shoulder. The massive fireball engulfs the base of the monument ahead. The shockwave rumbling. Diff- Deafeningly fast or past, past us. us. Jesus. I apologize, ladies and gentlemen, for my horrible reading. The fireball goes back. The monument's black. Black. That's Jesus. That one, that's not that's just your fault. Jesus cunting Christmas. Alright. Where was I? The fireball goes I know. black. 
The fireball goes African-American. The monument seems to shift almost imperceptibly, begins to tilt slowly sideways. Across the promenade on the bordering street, the terrace SUV swerves through traffic, picking up full speed. And apparently, Chewie is driving it. <laughs> Inside the SUV. Rearview mirror close. The chaos is receding. The terrorist flips open a bottom cover on the dash. He presses the, bo- the button. Why, I can't, why can't it just be he flips, a, flips open a button cover on the dash and presses it? Yeah, I don't know why that had to be a new sentence. Uh, what does that say? Yeah. Uh, POV SUV. Oh, the SUV's tire explodes. The SUV swerves, careening across the street, bracking. <laughs> oh, no, I can't drive this thing. Breaking. It says bracking. No, that's breaking. Look at it. It says bracking. No, that is how you spell breaking when you're talking about breaking with a vehicle. Really? Yes. Really? Oh, I guess it is B-R-A-K-E. Yeah. Shit. Oh, I guess bracking would be two Ks, wouldn't it? Oh, yeah. Oh, man. I'm like the best speller in the world. Bracking as a <laughs> breaking as a tow truck swerves into its path. The SUV collides into the tow truck, glass <sighs> flying. An angry mechanic and two workmen climb from the tow truck, moving to the SUV. The terrorist is, sl- the terrorist is slumped, barely moving. Above the promenade, as the music <laughs> swells up. <laughs> I just picture this car crash and the Joker just dancing through it. <laughs> yeah, with Vicky Vale. <laughs> uh, above the promenade. Beauty and the Beast. Of course, if anyone else calls you beasts, I'll rip their lungs out. Above the promenade, the monument's toppling, tipping towards the smoldering black crater left by the explosions. Falling toward a horrified crowd on the promenade, folks run, no hope of getting clear. One woman stops, staring back up towards the falling shadow, eyes widening in awe. The woman says... Like a, like a prayer, she says, like a prayer. Superman. Exterior Freedom Monument. I don't, I don't know how you say one word is a, like a prayer. Oh, Superman! Like like she's praying for him to show up at the last second. Superman. Um, isn't like a prayer a fucking Prince song? No, that's a Madonna song. You're thinking like a virgin. Like, But she has a prayer song, doesn't she? Yeah, I can't remember what it is either. Exterior Freedom Monument, Blast Sight Morning. Superman whips around the fa- the falling structure. The fa- it is a failing structure, but... That's it's- also true. <laughs> Coming between its surface and the fleeing crowd. Sweeps up, dwarfed by the massive obelisk. I've never, known, I, I, I've never known how to say that word. Obelisk. Obelisk, okay. Can I just point one thing out? <laughs> this 700-foot-tall monument has just been bombed because Clark Kent didn't want to give up his secret identity. What do you mean? He would have been there in time if he hadn't stopped changing into Superman because those people were making out in that closet. So he opens the closet door, ready to turn into Superman, sees people in there and goes, oh, sorry, and then has to find an alternate uh, dressing room, I guess? Um, yeah, why couldn't he just, like, so he would have gotten there in time, does been he able really, to fly the bomb into space, if 
he hadn't been too worried about protecting his identity. I think this is the precursor to Pa Kent telling him, oh, you know, let that bus full of kids die. Well, but here's the other thing. Why does he need a changing room? Can't he, he just... He should just move fast enough that... Yeah, he should be able to just, like, go to the roof as yeah, Clark he Kent. Just, he should just fly away too fast for anyone to see him and yeah. burn his clothes off with his heat vision en route. You make a good point, but I don't know what it is. That that, that monument didn't have to go boom. No, no, no. <laughs> First of all, who are you, Tweety Bird? Second, the monument didn't have to go boom. But I'm saying he didn't fucking go... He didn't... That little cute little scene with the fucking making out clerks. Dante and Randall are making out in there. They don't need that shit because he doesn't need a fucking... He doesn't need to... Like, this is more like the Fleischer version, the campier version, where he needs a room to fucking... Well, see, what they're doing is they're playing with the the known Superman tropes. Um, it's a storage closet because there's no payphones anymore. They're not playing with it. They're raping it. it. No, no, they're 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 like playfully acknowledging that it's a that it's a trope, but it doesn't work out for him. I've seen it done a billion times. Everyone that touches Superman wants to do that fucking bullshit, Dwarf. except for Zack Snyder. He just has him murder people. Yeah, yeah, Zack, yeah, Zack Snyder doesn't really get Superman. So you know, if if this is ever bothering you, this script here, just pause for a moment. And realize that it's not Man of Steel or Batman versus Superman. Keep that in mind, folks. I'm talking to you. You're the one that has to get through reading it. Yeah, well, we all do, actually. With me. That's true. That's true. All right, so we're going back into this now. Dwarfed by the massive obelisk as he flies up, pressing against it with both hands, the massive glass dome. By the way, by the way, how can it be glass domed and be an obelisk? Obelisks are pointy. You can make glass pointy. What do you, what's your point? It says it's a glass dome. You can't make a oh, dome pointy. Oh, I see. Yes, very good point. I see what you're saying now. Um, the massive and ironically glass domed roof is shattering. Still pressing against the monument's colossal weight, Superman looks over his shoulder to see, beneath falling plates of glass, a mother runs with her young son in her arms, certain to be killed, except this isn't a Zack Snyder movie, so it'll be okay. (laughs) (laughs) Superman's eyes glaze... I really love. I do like the angle of fucking Zack Snyder's version of Superman. You know, saves ten people while twelve hundred die. (laughs) It's so easy to go that that way with it. Um, Okay, I got your cat from that collapsing skyscraper. Yeah, it was in your (laughs) grave. Full of people. Okay, all right. Super, where was I? Superman's eyes glare blinding. Superman's eyes glare blinding red hot. Thank you, Sean. Flash blasting. What is that? The The, mat. Oh, I I thought you were asking what the next I was, was. actually. I don't know why I kept going. It was rude of me. (laughs) It was completely counterproductive, too. Here, I'm going to ask you a question. Sean, what did you do today? How are you? (laughs) (laughs) Completely counterproductive. Uh, What is flash blasting? There's a flash blasting. We're seeing his heat vision blasting the glass. Okay. The massive glass plates to nothingness. The mother and son are saved. Fle- <laughs> I like I like the idea that maybe they just turn into molten glass. And <laughs> <laughs> the mother and son are saved, fleeing with the others. Still, the monument is certain to crush many citizens. 
Maybe this is a Zack Snyder version. Superman faces front, pushing against the still-falling monument, his knotted muscles quaking. Knotted. That's weird. Straining at the Herculean task. Beyond. Straining at... Oh, sorry. Straining at the beyond Herculean task. I'm sorry. Hercules straightened a fucking river. I, I feel like holding a building up yeah, isn't, like isn't on potatoes. par with, with straightening a river. Hercules would be like, dude, I could do so much shit while holding a building up. Fuck yeah, you. I could kill a lion. I could, yeah, exactly. I could be the rock. <laughs> uh, incredibly, Superman halts the monument. Now... He fly now he flies against the crushing force, beginning to right the monument, his cape flowing. Why do we need to know what his cape is doing? <laughs> this whole time it's I, just been stiff. It's been it's, <laughs> Yeah. This whole time his cape has been like the fucking American flag on the moon. This yeah. whole time just completely stiff. <laughs> well see that's maybe maybe it's like you remember the Spawn movie from nineteen ninety seven? Oh my god, I try not to remember. And that. how his cape was all animated and shit. Yeah, I remember. So maybe I also Superman's remember how- cape only flows when he's accomplishing something. <clears throat> If he's losing, it's stiff as a board. <laughs> so you're saying his cape has become the equivalent of Roger Rabbit's ears. It just shows his emotion. Yeah, yeah, you know. <laughs> That's fucking great. Also, this uh, this scene is straight out of Superman 3. Yeah, it is, actually. So maybe that... Uh, I don't know. You said this was written in 2000? 2002. So June, they, June 21st, 2002. So they were probably this, doing this a little bit of that, story. like... The beginning of that, like, you know, take a little bit from this for fan service stuff. But why would you take from Superman 3? On this, they probably weren't even thinking. Good point. But when you think of Superman 3, there are very few images that pop to mind. One of them, I I think, is him writing the the Leaning Tower of Pisa when he was yeah. a super dick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dick with a cape on it. All right. Still, the monument is certain to crush many citizens. Superman faces front. Oh, where did no, you're one? down. Um, Incredibly. Cape flowing. Yeah, that's right. Cape flowing. That was so important. The entire structure rumbling horribly. Metal screaming. Wow. Yes, that's uh, that's Axl Rose for you. Slowly but surely, the monument is returning vertical. I can't see any of what <laughs> that says. This whole next line is. Just, just unreadable. To the blackened hole in the monument where he grips the two giant twisted... Wait, wait, wait. Um, the last words are Superman flies down. I guess it is, yeah. Now, this is some fucking music right here. Right? To the... Bl- uh, to Superman the bl- flies down. Superman flies down to the blackened hole in the monument where he grips the two giant twisted ends... I'm going to bring this up because this is good music for that. And it just ended... <laughs> All right. Uh, he grips the two ends, giant twisted ends of the broken steel girder in the exposed steel skeletons, mightily bending them back together. His eyes glow bright red as he focuses his heat vision, melting the pieces of steel till once till they're once again whole. Within the billowing plume of smoke, the shining moment... Monument. <laughs> monument. The, sh- the shining moment is a whole different thing. Uh, the Shining Monument is saved, terribly wounded, but standing proudly on its own. Metropolis, like John Wayne Bobbitt's cock. 
I like that joke, Sean. It's timely. Right? <laughs> How many other people have had their dicks cut off that I could make that joke about? I feel like there's a more recent example. Is there a more famous one? Maybe not a more famous, but certainly more recent. Exterior Metropolis Street nearby morning. As the riotous aftermath of the SUV crash site at the riotous death, I said as for some reason, a loud, angry mob has formed. The raging mechanic grabs the raging mechanic grabs the dazed terrorist, throws him out into the street. The terrorist's ski mask is torn off. He's buzz cut. Ruddy faced. ruddy faced and bloodied. The mechanic punches and kicks the terrorist, cheered on by others. The terrorist struggles to shield himself. More people run to the mayhem from and between cars. Angry people. You're you're, you're a bunch of people now, Sean. I'm just a wearing a mask. He's clearly a terrorist. I'm angry because I'm a follower. A teen kicks the terrorist in the head. He's the bomber. That's him. (laughs) Like that's your Marty voice. (laughs) No, that's higher. Oh, good point. Yeah, he's 18 years old, but you (laughs) you needed a prepubescent Marty. It was great for like five episodes. (laughs) The mechanic pulls a length of lead pipe from the back of his truck, brandishing it, furious. Others shout encouragement. The mechanic raises the heavy pipe, ready to swing. Superman's voice off screen. Stop. The pipe suddenly burns red hot in the businessman's hands. He businessman? Dro- he was a mechanic a second ago. What the fuck happened? <laughs> <laughs> he walked to the back of his truck and got, like, promoted. <laughs> That's actually funny. He goes out of frame in fucking overalls and comes back in a suit. <laughs> but he never put down his pipe. <laughs> the pipe's still in his hand. <laughs> the pipe suddenly burns red hot blah 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 he drops it recoiling the crowd turns as one looking superman descends eyes glowing red his eyes dim as he holds his arms out slowing to hover above the parting crowd his cape flowing of Again. course with the fucking cape <laughs> now nurse he you're killed nurse. him Silence (laughs) Off camera people that Have no lines I love that more voices is one character Alright Superman lands on the edge of the crowd What? He he was hovering I get it but he lands on people (laughs) At the edge of the crowd I get it Stand back Are you going to do that Superman voice the whole time? Goddamn right (laughs) I am now um, cause he, I don't know that there's like a real Superman voice you could do. Cause every actor that's ever portrayed him just did the same voice as Clark Kent. No, sort never. of. Yeah, really? No. Yeah. Mm-mm. Dean Cain didn't do a different voice. Dean Cain doesn't even count. Fucking fucking the, the one then fucking uh, Christopher Reeve. He didn't do a different voice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Clark was, uh, was, he had a, a, a little more nasally voice. I never and, and he it. was a little more unsure of himself, and then he would go. But I'm uh, saying he didn't do anything different to his voice. And maybe I shouldn't have sent Clark, but the actors didn't do anything different to their voices, really. Well, well, he he deepened his voice a bit for Superman and made it more nasally for Clark. So, then, or even even the Fleischer what? cartoons, you you would hear, "This is a job 
for Superman. No, that's that's the Hanna Barbera, actually. No, no, the this Fleischer's like motherfucker. For Superman, that is a Hanna Barbera fucking shot. They did that in the fucking Fleischer cartoons. They, if they did it as well, that's this one thing. This looks like a job for Superman. I'm telling you, we're gonna this we're gonna come to blows over this. <laughs> fucking, I fucking I, guarantee you, I do, own the do, Fleischer cartoons. Do you know how I know it is? I mean, I'm not saying Fleischer didn't do it, but I'm saying I'm saying Fleischer was first. I'm uh, everyone knows Fleischer was first, and I don't care about Hanna Barbera. And in a lot of cases, I'm the not best. saying Hanna Barbera didn't do it. Okay, then fine. It, it may not even have been Hanna Barbera. It may have even been Filmation because Filmation did a bunch of. But I, stuff I said too. they did it, and you're like, no, Hanna Barbera did that. But I didn't say they did it first. It's probably Filmation. I don't think Hanna Barbera ever did a Superman. They did. But Filmation did the Super Friends and all that shit. No. Filmation did not do Super Friends. That was Hanna Barbera. You know what? I don't know that I'm right about that. I could be wrong. Anyway, so, so let's not talk about let's this <laughs> ridiculous off-subject all thing. Right, all right, all righty. Well, because you know there was a time when we used to know shit about animation. All right. <clears throat> yeah, we've always focused on good animation, though. You know, that's. I think that is that's a strong a, point. That's a not a, at all a strong point. But the problem is, it would go off on a even bigger tangent and we could talk about that on ted all right where was i stand back i'm not about to say that fucking filmation is good though don't even think that okay stand back but a mob is not so easily stilled you gotta buy them off <laughs> see because mob okay superman continued listen to me i said see him <laughs> it says see him in the directions yes See him, eyes still sparkling with red afterflares, powerful body rearing, voice impossibly strong, utterly inhuman. What? Superman continued. I said, stand back! And the crowd freezes. One thing we forget about Superman, he can be terrifying. <sighs> Zack Snyder didn't forget. Superman walks into the th shifting crowd. <laughs> what, they all got groin itches? You have a right to your anger, but nothing more. What are you doing? Are you protecting him? The crowd parts even further as Superman comes to stand before the mechanic and two men gripping the terrorist. Gripping the terrorist. And what if you kill him? What then? Are, your, are you your wife's husband? Your mother's son? Your child's father? No, not anymore. Superman holds his hand out towards the terrorist. Justice will be done. You have my word. A beat. The mechanic hangs his head. Wow, he got demoted because he put his pipe down. <laughs> so now he's back to the overalls. <laughs> he steps aside. Exterior over Metropolis. Morning. Superman flies away. Sound effect. Above the river. He carries... Flies over the city. Yes. <laughs> he lies over the sea. Bunny lies over the ocean. My bunny. My Bonnie. He carries the beaten, unconscious terrorist in his arms. And so, as Superman turns, looking down, the terrorist's eyes suddenly pop open. He's wide awake. His voice is low, quick, and threatening. You're a lifesaver, Superman. Wait, should I? Should Let I, me go full racist on this. I was going to go, are you going to do a Muslim? You're a lifesaver, Superman. Wait, wait, wait. This is 2000. So, yeah, it is. It's before 9-11. So no, it's 2003. You said that they wrote it in... This draft is dated 2002. Oh, that's, I'm sorry. Then, yeah, it is post-9-11, so it would be an Islamic terrorist. So, yeah, go well, f go full tilt racism. Pre... Full tilt racism. Pre-9-11, it was 
still Islamists. Not really. Like when you heard about a terrorist, yeah, they usually were. That started around the mid '90s because like it was still like the early '90s in my mind. Terrorists were still Russians, like post '80s. No, 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 they were never Russians. I don't know about not, that. Not terrorists. No. Russians, Russian, the nation of Russia was dangerous. But if you look back at 80s movies, it was still always a brown dude that was a terrorist. I'm not like, you know, mad about the fact that you're winning the argument. It just bothers me that you look like Gary Owens while you're doing it. What is with this fucking... I'm not doing that. I'm, I'm just resting <laughs> my head on my hand. Oh, okay. I'm not doing it this. It literally does look like the fucking, you know, the laughing Gary Owens fucking... Anyway, that went nowhere. Uh, you have to uh, do the, oh, yeah, yeah. the uh, terrorist. Uh, uh. You're a lifesaver, Superman. But what's the expression? <laughs> ashes to ashes? Why are you in my convenience store? <laughs> <laughs> so it says terrorist, but we're going to just think of him as a poo. <laughs> Superman barely has time to register his surprise. When? Dust to dust. The terrorist raises his arm, his wristwatch flipping open, a compartment revealed as the terrorist blows. What? Oh, okay. A blast of green glowing kryptonite dust flies out from the... Com- Wait a minute. He's up in the air and Superman's flying. Yeah. And maybe not the best time to make him unable to do things, like fly. Hey, Trevor. When you hear about a terrorist wearing a vest, what is the name of that vest? A bulletproof vest? No. Or a, a terrorist wearing a vest? Oh, a bomb. A suicide vest is what oh, they're called. Oh, I see. That's right. Yes. Yeah, these people don't care. He's just trying to get his 72 virgins by splatting on the ground. So so it's not just our interpretation. It probably is a legitimate. They're thinking of it as a Islamic terrorist in the script. Probably. Okay, so uh, he throws the kryptonite in his face. Superman cries out. <laughs> Recoiling in shock and pain, dropping the terrorist from his grasp. The terrorist falls away toward the river, smiling. See you! It actually (laughs) says that. (laughs) Superman flies backwards, faltering, clutching his face, twisting, flying blind as his abilities abandon him. Wait, hold on. Flying blind as his abilities abandon him? (laughs) He's still flying. He's still flying. (laughs) I don't think his abilities have abandoned it him. It doesn't matter if he hits something. He'll just break it. <laughs> it's Superman. Superman tumbles downwards, dropping like dead weight towards the water. Well, he would, wouldn't he? <laughs> Crashing into the river with a tremendous splash. God, we need some dialogue. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, exterior of the river's surface minutes later. Still, no signs of life. After a long... No, no, no. You skipped a whole... Did Two I? lines there. At the top. Underwater. I'm sorry. Crashing into the river with a tremendous splash. Underwater. Superman plunges downwards, descending in an incredible explosion of bubbles, sinking deeper out of frame. Exterior. The river's surface. Minutes later. Still. No signs of life. After a long aching movement. Moment. Moment. Superman bursts to the surface, flying, gasping for air. I think he'd be able to hold his breath a little while. Do you, Do you not? Like, pick up context as you go along? No. Because... Oh, minutes later, I guess that's... Okay. He hovers, his powers restored, catching his breath through clenched teeth, which you want to open your mouth to catch your breath, but okay. Searches the river's 
undulating expanse, and there's no sign of anything until he sees below the terrorist face bobs up and down in the water. Which is a bad punchline. Superman flies to <sighs> Superman flies to where the grinning visage floats. This is so hard to read. Um, reaching out, grabbing onto the terrorist face, a synthetic mask, like discarded skin, empty eye holes staring hollowly. Superman's ill at ease as he turns the mask to find inside our words, hand scrawled in freakish, freakish red letters. This is the beginning. Superman rises, scanning in all directions, grim. No sign of the terrorist anywhere in the surrounding waters. And then there... Um, oh, this is uh, Interior Wayne Manor Day. Oh, nice. Interior Wayne Manor Day. Indian summer sunlights the imposing stately Wayne Manor. A perfect day at this gothic palace for for new beginnings. Minister's voice, voiceover. Dearly beloved... Or you should do that, probably. Okay. Well, go ahead. Okay. I liked your your pseudo Peter Cook. <laughs> yeah, I'll do it as Peter Cook. How about don't that? do it as Peter Cook? Dearly beloved, we are gathered here in this. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here in the sight of God, and in the face of this company. Exterior Wayne Manor Gardens Day. Oaks of turning reds and oranges. European style gardens, which today host more than three hundred guests. Many of Gotham's elite politicians, business persons, and socialites are here. To join together oh. to join together this man and this woman in holy matrimony. On the flower adorned altar, a minister stands between dashing Bruce Wayne and his stunning bride Elizabeth. What? Who the fuck is Elizabeth? Who the fuck is Bruce Wayne to get married? Yeah. And is he like eighty five? Like what the fuck? Why would he do that? Now, I understand you have both chosen special rings. Elizabeth opens her hand, revealing a perfect gold band, edged by platinum, glinting in the bright sun. Drift left to find the best man, Clark Kent, dapper in a tuxedo as as hands fumble first in one pocket, then the next. A beat. Then Clark grins, winks, hands an antique diamond ring over to Bruce, who is shaking his head, grinning back. Elizabeth to the crowd boys folks laugh brightly as the minister resumes because they love a hack repeat after me with this ring I the wed Elizabeth slices the ring onto Bruce's finger slides it looks like it says slices (laughs) sorry and she slides the ring onto Bruce's finger with this ring I the wed oh my god you're awful oh man I hope she's going the way of Tracy Bond (laughs) <laughs> She's gonna die And then a different actor playing him Is gonna fucking regret it In a later <laughs> movie <laughs> uh, Exterior wedding reception afternoon A tent that could have a That could house a circus Filled with milling guests Bruce talks to a raven haired beauty This is Barbara Gordon um, Barbara Gordon was never raven haired Never ever I think oh, it was always, She was always a redhead or brunette Wasn't she Well, no, no, she was raven-haired on the fucking Batman show, on the 66 Batman. No, she had red hair. When Yvonne Craig played her, she wasn't red-haired. Yeah, she was. Batgirl was, but 
Barbara Gordon had oh. short black hair. Um. Okay, you be Barbara. Go, right. go ahead and work out that first line. Okay. Um. I love her. Thought I'd see the car. No, there's a line above that. Oh, it's. It's uh, here. Here's what it is. Uh, it's. I hope the jo- the Joker never kills me enough or clo- brings me to the brink of death. Boy, it sure is nice to be able to walk. I never thought I'd see the day. I hope that never gets taken away from me, that ability. All right. I, I think all we need is I never thought I'd see the day. I never thought I'd see the day where I'm almost dead. I never thought I'd see I the day. I can't believe you're getting you're, married. Bruce, you fucking cunt. You're getting married. I never thought I'd see the damn day. Glad I can still surprise you. Shock is... Shock is the... Oh, sorry. Shock is, I think, the word you're looking for. Pleasant, but shock. Barbara smiles now. Only a hint of the bittersweet. My dad. He would have loved this. What the fuck? You're gonna make a Batman movie where Jim Clark's Gordon's married, dead? Jim Bruce Gordon, is married. Jim Gordon's, Gordon's dead. dead. Fucking Barbara's not in a wheelchair. And terrorists <laughs> wear masks over their masks. Yes, I no one cared who I was until I put on the mask. Bruce smiles warmly at her, holds her eyes. Did they fall out? What do you mean he holds her eyes? He's keeping eye contact with her. History here. I hate the way this person wrote the fucking directions. It's like, stop trying to be charming. Barbara, I hope you know. Commissioner Gordon. Oh, Elizabeth in voiceover. Commissioner Gordon. Bruce and Barbara both turn to face Elizabeth, wearing a grin and two bare feet. Holds up her wedding shoes. So not made for dancing. Barbara says, Barbara, please. Because B- Barbara is Commissioner Gordon, and she just came oh, up saying Oh, she just called Commissioner her Commissioner Gordon. Gordon. Yeah. I see. That's supposed to be clever, ladies and gentlemen. So, okay, say your, your line again. So not made for dancing. Barbara, please. Barbara, please. <laughs> Nigga, please. Yeah. Barbara takes Elizabeth's hand, her tone, her what? Her, her tone, tone heartfelt. heartfelt. It was extremely, it was extremely gracious of extraordinarily. you Extraordinarily. Oh my God. It was extraordinarily gracious of you to include me, Elizabeth. Elizabeth's smile is equally warm, sincere. You mean so much to Bruce, which means you, wait, which means you mean no less to, that was really clunky writing. It is, dude. You mean so much to Bruce, which means you mean no less to me. Thank you for coming. Who talks like that? Elizabeth does! She's not marrying material, Bruce. All right, Barbara opens her... I think he just married her so that she could get murdered and he could, like, be really brutal. It does seem pretty, like, yeah, convenient that he's getting married in the first scene. To a character that's never existed. And doesn't know how to talk. It's not like she's Vicki Vale or Selena Kyle. Yeah. Yeah. Barbara opens her mouth to speak. Yeah, that's how that works. Yeah, thanks, guys. Closes it again. Then This is how we used to write, dude. It's like, stop telling the actor what to do. We get it. Uh, Then leans in and kisses Elizabeth's cheek. Congratulations. I think this happened in a dream once. But your outfits were different. Both shoot him a look. Oh my fucking god. Do you see this line? Oh god. Do you see this next line? Oh god. 
And you didn't want me to do any fucking Batman 66 <laughs> stuff. Say the line. Say, Say the it. line. Say it. Swear to me. <laughs> <laughs> Say it. As Elizabeth. Your Aunt Harriet has decided to ten bar. Your I think she's matching the guests shot for shot. My my who? My bit, my what? Bit like a lantern. Oh, lit like a lantern, old girl. Aunt Harriet. Aunt Harriet never existed in the comics. Ever. Yeah, because okay. I feel like Bruce would have gone to live with her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> All right, so... <laughs> Barbara. Okay. Barbara. I have some... <laughs> Stop it. I have some cocoa in my bone cup. <laughs> Alright, so Barbara's line. Lit like a lantern, old girl. I thought she was... Apparently this is step 13. Oh, I see what we're supposed to say there. I'm sorry. Oh boy. I better... Last time she got Alfred in the service closet. (laughs) That's a funny line, actually. I'll take care of her. I just wanted you to know that's where I am when you can't find me. It's not that I've run off with that handsome busboy, no matter what the other guests say. Turns oh, to she's Barbara. totally running off of that bus boy. No, no, not. You said that, and regardless of what you say, it's not true. Uh, I hope we'll see. Wait, I hope we will see you more than we have, Barbara. They watch Elizabeth leave. <laughs> Barbara's like, Commissioner Gordon. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. They watch Elizabeth leave, pulling on her shoes as she goes. Are they pulling on her shoes as she goes? They watch Elizabeth leave, pulling on her shoes as she goes. That's what it says. Hopping towards a raucous older woman tending bar. Harriet, espresso time. Could she be any more? Could she be any more perfect? Bruce Bruce stares after Elizabeth, totally besotted. Who, her? (laughs) (laughs) Who, that bitch? (laughs) No. Bruce glances up. This is some great music. Or one of the higher balconies, a single tuxedo-clad figure stands alone, standing, staring at the horizon. Would you excuse me a minute? Exterior, Wayne Manor. Upper balcony, moments later. Clark stares out at the sun-stained horizon line. Voice over. Million for your thoughts? I have no idea what that fucking direction is. Hold says. on, I'm trying to figure it out. Uh, yeah, I got nothing. Okay, so it's Bruce saying the voiceover, so I just do that. Say million for your no. thoughts, it's Bruce. Million for your thoughts? Careful, I might hold you to it. Clark turns to face Bruce, open bottle of Dom in his hand. Clark pulls him close, hugs him. Congratulations, my old friend. <laughs> Bruce <What>? breaks. <laughs> <laughs> he just shatters. <laughs> uh, Clark pulls him close and hugs him. Congratulations, my friend. Bruce sits on the ledge facing Clark, passing the bottle, and deciding whether or not to jump. You okay? Couldn't be better. All these years, you'd think you'd be better at lying. Clark shrugs, smiling, smiles sheepishly, sheepishly. Not my strong suit. Any word from her? Bruce, this is your day. Bruce, still, Bruce stills him with a sharp finger to the air. What? Who the fuck writes like this? Bruce stills is it maybe, uh, Bruce stills him with a sharp finger to the air, a beat. We're getting a divorce. 
Bruce just closes his eyes. Clark almost manages a wry smile. It's the job, you know. Truth, justice, the American way. Doesn't leave a lot of time. Oh God, Clark. I'm so sorry. Clark takes a swig, stares out at the sky, lost in thought. What's it been, five years now since Batman's been gone? Yeah, isn't that some bullshit? (laughs) (laughs) Clark passes the bottle back to Bruce. Do you ever miss it? Now it's Bruce's turn to, to drink. Yeah, we got that. Thank you for the directions. Some nights I wake up to the sound of sirens. My heart starts pounding. Sure. Then I remember. He trails off, looking down again to the party beyond. After Dick was murdered, it stopped being about justice. Started being about revenge. Here's the thing about blood. You develop a taste for it. Then a thirst. I was putting in the hospital, and it wasn't enough. I wanted to kill them. Each one in that endless parade of freaks. And I knew if I started killing, I wouldn't stop. Whoa! Okay, so what happened was... Zack Snyder read that paragraph and went, What if, uh... What if he never had that realization? What if you just keep going on from there and uh, see where it takes him? Fuck it. Bruce stares off into space. That's the sound of that. (laughs) I was looking up. Yeah, I know. It was great. You wouldn't understand. It's a weakness we have. A human thing. Ooh, totally dick move from Bruce. That's a dick move. By the way, I know your marriage is in trouble, but but you're not human. (laughs) (laughs) Good luck with the love thing, but you won't feel any because you're an alien. (laughs) The words have an unseen, wounding effect on Clark. Yeah, because he's being a dick to him. Bruce continued. It was time for me to live in the light again. Will you tell her? Nothing to tell. Batman's dead. Voice off screen. If you guys are smoking something up there... Oh, that's you. If you guys are smoking something up here... There. Oh, up there. Is she down on the ground? If you guys are smoking something up there... Dude, you know what? You spend so much time writing this ridiculous direction that doesn't read well. The least you could do is tell us who's talking and where the fuck they are. Right? I'm sorry, guys. They look down to see Elizabeth standing on the dust, dust, dusky. Is dusky even a word? Sun going down. I it's guess dusk. so. They, lo- they look down to see Elizabeth standing on the dusky lawn. You better have saved some for me. Bruce shouting. Him? Are you kidding? You can't fool me, Clark Kent. You're not that straight-edged. Straight-laced. Probably straight-laced. Yeah. She has no idea. You have no idea! <laughs> that well, is... That is the ground quakes. <laughs> I'm playing with, like, him just fucking being, like, super strong about everything. Like, he gets drunk and he just fucking, like, waves his arm and then, like, posters fly off the wall. <laughs> the littlest of things. Taxi! His arm, like, breaks the sound barrier. (laughs) And she's off, running towards the tent. Oh, wait, no, I'm sorry. You're going to do Elizabeth. 
Well, it's my wedding and I'm going to dance. Who's going to join me? And she's off, not waiting for someone to answer. <laughs> Running towards the tent, Clark grabs the bottle. Gr- the bottle? Clark grabs the bottle for them to go. Bruce puts a hand on his shoulder. At the monument, what happened? Kryptonite. The mask. The note. It was a setup. As if he knew I'd save him. This guy's not finished. I can feel it. You be careful, okay? Clark nods at his friend, then glances toward the tent. Come on. Clark smiles. Bruce goes down to dance. (laughs) 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 He fires the fucking batarang. (laughs) Clark smiles, impish delight, I think, or impish light in his eyes. Brace you. Clark is a blur, (laughs) then gone. (laughs) Bruce can't help but laugh. That is funny. As he starts after his friend. I would have loved more shit like this in Batman versus Superman if they were like goofing on each other the way they did in the cartoon. Yeah. In the l- comics. Like like they were like friends they're supposed or to. Yeah. yeah. Like they have been since fucking the fifties. At least, right? Oh, I thought you meant like like Batman and Superman have been friends since the fifties. Oh no no. Like how they've been represented since the fifties, excuse me. Um Should we stop there because we're at an hour and four? Yeah, that's a great place to... Wait, Wait, actually... That is a pretty good stopping point. uh, Maybe we can just finish the wedding. Okay, yeah. Interior. Wedding tent. Dusk. The orchestra plays. And apparently it's Danny Elfman. (laughs) Uh, The orchestra plays as Bruce and Elizabeth dance, gazing into each other's eyes, lost in a world all their own. I married a billionaire. I married a dumb bitch. <laughs> in a corner, Clark stands in, uh, in candle shadow, watching wistfully. Smiles. He kisses a sleeping Aunt Harriet. Why is she in this movie? I do oh, not know. I'm sorry. It's not that I didn't like her, but it's like, we all know what the fuck. It's, it's, it's the wrong kind of fan service yeah. you know? Uh, he kisses a sleeping Aunt Harriet, grabs his coat, and turns to go. Exterior, Wayne Manor, dusk. Bruce you know, if this was made, Alfred would probably be played by fucking Adam West. Yeah, yeah. That, that is the kind of fan service we're talking about. Um, where was I? Uh, Bruce loads, yes, Bruce loads luggage into the rolls as Elizabeth turns to face him from the front steps, closing her cell phone. Because there were still flip phones <laughs> back flip then. phones back then, This yeah. is five years before the iPhone. Yeah. Elizabeth. Oh, what is that? There's some kind of a side. Skipping down or something. Can I tell you how much my office hates the idea of a top-secret honeymoon? Bruce smiles, opens the car door for her. For her. Elizabeth climbs in, takes a last look at the mansion. When we get back, we are so getting a new decorator. She slams the car door. That is it for that, ladies and gentlemen. We'll be oh, right wait, back. wait, wait. No, no, no. No, that's not it. Read, read the last bit of direction. I do apologize. Exterior road, twilight. Rolls, trailing tin cans, and boasting a just-married banner speeds away from us across the tree-lined grounds, heading literally into the sunset. Such a perfect stopping place. Yep. Did you say something, Sean? Yes, I was going to say, and then Blofeld comes by in a helicopter. (laughs) 
Okay. So we've gotten past the meaningless, boring, getting to know you chit chat of the movie. I like their chemistry as characters. Just you know, I don't like yeah all the other dumb shit. I don't like the setup. Like they, I guess this concept of a an active Superman and a retired Batman coming back. I guess has been kicking around longer than I thought. Yeah, yeah. That that, that is a remnant for. Uh, from uh, or not remnant because you know Batman versus Superman because that's what we find out when you're watching it is that Bruce has been doing it a long time and he's almost ready to retire. Wouldn't you say? That's Affleck's Batman. He's old, obviously. I think he has been retired and has come out of retirement. Oh, okay. Because of Metropolis, the events of Man of Steel. Hmm. That was abrupt. I know. Trying to find something more interesting to, like... That's the problem with uh, a lot of the Hans Zimmer stuff, is it starts off really, really quiet. Yeah. So it doesn't blend well. Pretty gay. Oh, you know what? Let's just do some of this. uh, Elfman. Yeah, do some Danny Elfman to get us out of here. Come on. Come on, Danny Elfman. Where's my Danny Elfman? Very Hans Zimmery, actually. There you go. There you go. I can dig that. So, um. So, so yeah. Really, the only problems thus far are how it's written, like technically. Yeah, it's very just. I mean, and it, it, some it, little it, description stuff is weird, like a 700-foot-tall glass-domed obelisk monument. And it doesn't really read very well because it's, like, super Xeroxed and yeah. copied and faxed and refaxed. And there's that weird watermark thing over of the numbers over everything. So yeah, I, I can read direction better, folks. I, I, I'm not a complete moron. But, um... There are some things I definitely disagree with. Like, oh, Superman is not only married, but getting a divorce. Yeah. Batman is getting married. Like, eh. But I'm, I'm interested to see where it goes from here. Because it, it's clearly it way better than... Than, uh... At least they didn't. Batman like, versus Superman. At least they didn't start it with, like, the first shot you see of, of Bruce. Is he's just, you know in a shooting range practicing like right off the bat first thing right off the bat holds on dolls but yeah right off the bat they didn't do that which is good i guess i don't know my point anyway <laughs> you know that was another thing that really bothered me about batman versus superman i don't know if i mentioned this to you but um i, I the, seem, the way I the seem first, to recall you saying that you didn't like it the first big reveal of batman is just the suit like, you see him being Batman, but you don't get a clear look at him. The first clear look you get at the Batman suit is, like, in its case. Oh, I didn't notice that. What a fucking retarded reveal. That is pretty gay. I don't know if I remember that. Yeah, I definitely remember that. Like, the first hero shot of that suit, it's empty. Hmm. So, uh, that's it for this episode. Yeah. Join us next week for episode two of Batman and Superman Asylum. Yeah, and until then, we are... 
Your humble servants, Sean McBee and Trevor Thompson. That's fair. Yeah, I'll, I'll go with that. This podcast was created by Sean McBee and produced by Ferris Wheelhouse. <laughs> Fuck.